All right, what is going on everybody? How is everybody doing today? Welcome back here today to another mock offseason. Today, we are doing the team with the fourth overall pick in the 2024 NFL Draft, the Arizona Cardinals. So the 2023 Arizona Cardinals went 4-13 and after being predicted to probably having the worst record in the league preseason-wise. They finished as the 24th scoring offense and the 31st scoring defense. This was all under rookie head coach Jonathan Gannon, who they poached over from the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. He was the defensive coordinator on their 2022 championship team. Uh, they had a lot of close games this season. A lot of their losses weren't too bad. Uh, they lost week one by four points. They lost week two by three, week seven by 10, week eight by seven, week 11 by five, and week 18 by one. So if Kyler Murray was healthy, for this whole season, this season could have looked a lot different for Arizona. They can get to around $45 million in cap space this offseason with some cuts and restructures. And they own two first-round picks uh, from trading down last year um, and making a trade with the Texans. Uh, they have one at four, which is their pick. And then the, the, they have the 27th overall pick from the Houston Texans. They also own three-thirds, which gives them six picks in the top 100. So what's going on, Tom? What's going on, Dom? You guys ready to mock offseason the Arizona Cardinals? Let's do it. All right, so I guess this team, Dom, as a Cardinals fan, you can kind of give us what you think about this team going forward, what your thoughts are. Was last season a success with 4-13? and Did they kind of exceed expectations? What are your thoughts about this team's future and what they're going on right now? So from a record-wise, they hit exactly what they were pretty much supposed to do. Four wins, like, that. that's kind of what was expected. Um, from an actual playing standpoint... Like you mentioned it, they had a lot of close losses. If they were healthy with Kyler the whole year, they would have been much better in my opinion. So I was happy to see that. But the defense is atrocious. They need to put some serious money into it. And once you start looking at the roster, you mentioned it can go up to um, about $45 million. I'm going to blow your mind because the salary cap's not real, and I can get it up to $80 million with just three moves. So it's, it's, kind, of in, it's kind of insane. <laughs> So we, we could be a little bit of spenders this offseason. Um, do we think that, like, Buda Baker will be back? I know he's got, like, something with June 1st, like, a kind of they can save money. Um, Spotrack has it as, like, they think he'll be a free agent. But what do you think there? I think Buda will come back because he is he is an Arizona Cardinal. Like, he is the soul of the defense. For some Somehow he made the Pro Bowl this past year. Stat-wise, he should not have been in the Pro Bowl. But he is the guy that everybody looks at, and he represents the Cardinals, and the Cardinals want him to stay. They'll probably figure out some extension if I had to guess. Um, so I do expect him to be back next year. Yeah, I feel like since he is a free agent in 2025, he's 28, he may want an extension before the season starts. That could be like a holdout thing if it doesn't get done. So I guess that's something we should address in this mock offseason if we're going to extend Buda Baker and kind of find how much we're going to pay him for for just being one of the better safeties when healthy in the league. Um, so we'll have to do that. So I guess big name free agents, as well as like we talked about just Buda Baker real quick there. The other really notable one is Marquise Brown, um, Hollywood Brown. I think we're since, I don't know, I feel like we're all going to be on the same kind of mindset that we don't want to bring back Hollywood unless anybody, you guys disagree at all. Do you think they should bring back Hollywood, be the one or two next year? I mean... I would say probably not, but I, just, I, I'm going to assume, like, not to spoil anything, but they have the fourth pick, so I think we know where we're going to go with this, and I think it could probably bring in a more, much more talented receiver on a much, uh, contract, so I think Hollywood's probably going to be gone. I think we mock-traded him to the, our Patriots video. No, we did Ayuk for Patriots. We haven't touched Ayuk Brown this offseason, I believe. Yeah, you know, so we, we definitely had discussed Hollywood Brown going elsewhere throughout our recent video for sure yeah i think i think if hollywood 
decides or realizes his market is maybe less than he expects because uh right now it says he'll probably make about 15 mil it's not a not a crazy number but i don't think he's performed up to that if he can come back down to say about 10 mil on a shorter deal given his history with kyler given their friendship and everything like that i feel like that could be um that would be the way he would come back but i think right now at his current 15 uh, million projected value i don't see him coming back uh for that mm-hmm um because like currently under contract like they'll have like they technically have zach pascal but obviously you'd rather have him be like he's the wide cut. receiver four or five yeah if, if he's on the roster um but they have like rondell moore in a walk here uh he'll be a free agent in 2025 michael wilson had a pretty solid rookie season um after being a third round pick out of stanford so he's probably gonna slide in as like a two or three next year i think maybe a little too rich to be a one and like kind of tom alluded to before that we may go receiver um in the draft uh so yeah like I don't know. It also seems like Kyler loves like Greg Dortch. It seems like so. Like I wonder yeah. if they just bring back him on a flyer deal. Yeah, um, Greg, Greg Dortch is funny because for whatever reason he doesn't touch the field that much, but when he does, he kind of produces like more than people think he will. It's just it's one of those things where you don't expect it to, and yet he just whenever he touches the field, he does um he makes plays. So I guess for his value to too, like you can't can't complain with where he is on the depth chart per uh, for his cost. Yeah, so we could, like, bring him back just, I don't know, yeah, as, like, a wide receiver four if, like, Pascal's gone. I think that's a fine wide receiver four. Um, so Hollywood, like you said, like, if it's, a, like, a good enough deal, I think I'm open to bringing him back. But I think if we are going to draft, like, the future wide receiver one of this team, fourth overall, I don't think we need to sign one of the top guys. I don't think we have to give a bag to, like, a Mike Evans or we have yeah, to pay some guy. But I, I wouldn't mind. Like, I think Michael Wilson could end the year as this team's wide receiver, too. But it feels weird not having, like, a veteran guy on this team. And it's very young. But maybe that's fine. Like, this team is still not really trying to win a Super Bowl next year. Um, so we can figure that out. Uh, kind and of I think the, uh, the veteran quarterback can kind of offset the non-veteran wide receivers a bit. I feel like if you have one or the other, it's fine. But you just don't want to surround a rookie quarterback with a bunch of unproven rookies and or second year guys i think as long as you have one side of things it can complement the other mm-hmm. yeah and before we get into uh free agency i have two contracts that we can fix on this team to get more cap space if you guys want to hear them and we can uh, decide if it's something we should do yeah what well, we got oh, my uh so first off dj humphreys if you remember he tore his acl uh i believe in either late early january or late december i don't remember which game exactly but he's 31 now he's probably not going to play more than half this year even if he gets to that much they can cut him they can save 10 mil by doing that i think that's something they'll probably will do although he has been reliable because um with paris johnson they he can slide right into left tackle so i think dj humphreys probably will get cut to save nine mil and then just to prove that the salary cap is not real, I don't fully understand how this works. If you restructure Kyler Murray's contract, you can save $29.5 million. I tried it on SpotTrack. I tried it on Over the Cap. I got the exact same number on both websites. So somehow, some way, if the Cardinals just decide to restructure it, they save $30 million. And that gets the team up to $80 million going into It's crazy. Agency. So I guess you're just moving it out of like a base salary and just making it like a bonus or something? Yeah, so the way they, they describe it, so he's going from 51 cap hit down to 22, 
it says that it just goes down to the veteran minimum and then the remainder gets pushed into a signing bonus that's prorated over the remaining years. I have absolutely zero idea what that means, but he still gets the money. They just somehow save $30 million this year. Yeah. I wonder like if anybody would want to change this in like the next NFL CBA, but it's not really hurting anyone. Like the teams are kind of benefiting from it. The players are still getting their money at the end of the day. So like, I don't know who would step in and try to change this, but I don't, I, I don't whatever think team got to the point yet because we keep saying like, I think Tom mentioned it maybe a few weeks ago eventually it's going to catch up to these teams and they will be in trouble like the saints we make fun of every year at some point it's got to catch up to them so like it i don't know has, yeah if you don't so draft don't, well it's gonna catch up to you yeah so like if you if you just keep on pushing the money back and back maybe f- three or four years from now we'll finally see the impacts and then maybe teams will stop doing it but i think for now like every team should just be doing it and taking advantage of it because it seems like there's never a downside of doing it yeah, for sure. Uh, I think like, so like looking at this team right now, going into free agency, like they're fine at quarterback with Kyler, obviously being the guy, um, Clayton Tune, like they drafted recently as a backup. So I don't think we really need to touch quarterback running back. We, I mean, like we have James Conner as a starter. They've had like a plethora of backups, like Michael Carter, Tony Jones, Amari DiMercato, nothing really sexy there. So we could look to add a running back to via the draft um, with all these picks or in free agency, which it's a loaded running back class. I think receiver, we just kind of touched on what we want to do there. Hollywood's probably get a walk so we'll figure out um what we're going to do there tight end they're chilling trey mcbride one of the breakouts from last year i think they could look to add some o-line help i mean they're going to have kelvin beecham getting up there in age will hernandez uh obviously paris johnson was pretty solid as a rookie he's kind of a cornerstone tackle for them going forward but if we are going to cut dj humphreys um obviously he'd be hurt anyway but we got to like i think add to that o-line and then i think more or not, we have to add a lot on the defensive side of the ball. This yes. defense was one of the worst in the league last year. We got to add some corners. We're going to assume Buda Baker's back, but we're probably going to have to give him an extension um, and got to add some linebackers as well. So we pretty much need to just allocate a lot of this cap space and draft capital to the defensive side of the, the field. So um, I guess we could start here with free agency. We're going to, I think, re-sign Buda Baker. So we're not going to maybe have the most cap space in the world. We'll say we maybe up his annual value to $20 million a year or something like that, theoretically. Um, and we want to extend him to be the free safety going forward. We'll say that Hollywood, we're going to let walk. We don't really want to overpay for him at all. Um, so any names right off the rip that stand out to you guys that you maybe want to go after in free agency? Is there offensive linemen? Do we want to look at the defensive side of the field? Any corners? Anybody kind of standing out at all? I think I'm looking at the – I looked at a couple Cardinals free agent target articles I'm seeing um, based on, like, the free agency list now. In terms of offensive, if we have all this money to spend, like, is there – like I think guards are in t- typically just a bit cheaper than tackles, and since they have Paris Johnson, they can slide over to left tackle. We, you can go over – I'm looking at, at guys like like some of the top guards, like, they can overpay for one. Um, like if they want to like, like, how old is Andres Pete? Is he, he like, uh, get up there or is he like have another, another four year contract? Like he's 30. He, yeah. He probably could get a four year deal for sure. You can get a four year deal. Like I think you, I think do they have his, uh, they don't have his market here? value up now, but no. I would assume he's going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and like Kevin Zyler, he's getting up there. I think he's like 33. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One guy. So he's, Sorry, uh, I was gonna say one guy that caught my eye because I was looking at another team salary cap. Um, the Dolphins kind of have no money coming up, and one of their free agents is Robert Hunt. He could probably get about ten million dollars to be a guard. I feel like 
I don't think the, the Dolphins have that money. I mean, I didn't fully look into how they can keep him, but it seems like there's a few teams that don't have salary that have free agents that I think the Cardinals can go after, and I think Robert Hunt could be one of them for uh, the guard position like you talked about. I like it. I feel like we, we got to add it like on the old line. So I kind of like that idea. And yeah, Miami's got, yeah. they're going to, if they're going to pay two or $55 million, they're going to have to kind of cut costs somewhere else. So we could offer Robert Hunt $12 million a year. I mean, he's what, 27 years old? Yeah, he's only 27. Yeah, I feel like cool that's guy. kind of like that. Yeah. All right. So we can give Robert Hunt like a four year deal, get him until he's 31, four years, 48 million. Obviously, that can not be fully guaranteed, but um, I feel like that's a good start for the offseason. Um, yeah. I like that. Okay, so um, I'm cool. Like, I don't really think we need to touch. Like, we don't, like, if it's going to be running back or receiver, I feel like it's it's like a wide receiver three, and then it's a running back two. So I don't know. Yeah, like, sure, they can go out and they could sign, like, a Donta Foreman, or they could bring in, like, a Damian Harris, but I don't think it's really going to be a huge splash move at the running back position. Yeah, I think running back, especially because in the draft, it seems like there's going to be a lot of running backs in about rounds like three to five. I feel like they yeah. probably they'll probably get one of there because James Conner, he's been great the past few years, kind of slept on because he's been injured, but he is getting up there in age. I don't think he has more than two years left of max, so they probably do need to get a young running back in there. He's getting up there in age, and he's like three years older than us. Oh, <laughs> scared me, man. man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he played, what, 15 games his first year as a Cardinal, 13 and 13. So, like, I think investing into a running back, too, though, is kind of worth it because he has been somewhat injury-prone throughout his career. He's never really played a full season. Um, so we could, yeah, we could look to, I think, draft a running back. I think, like you said, they're probably going to go in, like, those, um, I guess, end-of-day two, early-day threes. That's where kind of, like, a bulk of them will probably see, like, a running back run. Um, I don't know if there's a receiver that sticks out to you guys at all specifically. Um, I'm cool, like, it could just be... Like, I mean, if Kendrick Bourne was healthy, I would love him, but I don't know if they want, like, another kind of guy in that uh, archetype. We could look at, like, just a Van Jefferson. Could look at Do you a, think Noah Brown is in the, is, they think the Texans pick him back up? Because he was really yeah. solid, but he did get hurt, I believe. And they still have, <clears throat> now, Tank Dell looks like an up-and-coming wide receiver one. Nico Collins is a wide receiver one. Yeah, so I doubt they, they pay him. So he's looking, it's, apparently he's supposed to get a, about three for almost 17. I think... If the Cardinals want to give him three for 21 and, like, just outbid, like, the next highest person by, like, a million dollars a year, why would Noah Brown not take that? Unless, like, I don't know, maybe the Chiefs offer or something to win a Super Bowl. But I think this is – this is reminds me kind of the Jaguars upping the salary for Christian Kirk on a lower scale. Like, Noah Brown is not as good as Christian Kirk was. So I think they it's a wide receiver market is heavily dictated by money, it seems, whenever these guys are now wanting thirty plus million. I think a guy like Noah Brown could be a really solid uh really solid addition for a wide receiver two slash three. I feel like he's like your market is about a scaling. Like he just catches like two balls for like sixty yards a game basically. And then a, maybe I mean, they'll go he, for a touchdown. He had a few big games this year. I mean he was hurt a lot, but he did have a few big games, so I'd be fine if he I guess he would start the year maybe as wide receiver too, and then you hope Michael Wilson passes him by the end. Yeah. Yeah. He did have back-to-back weeks. Um, week 9, he had 6 for 153 in a touchdown, and then week 10, he had uh, 7 for 172 in a touchdown against Tampa and Cincy. Not terrible. I think that's defenses. right when Dom started pushing yes. the Texans yes. three wide that receivers three, for 1,000 yeah, yards. And then yeah, he, he got just hurt finished. like the next week. And then, yeah, he um, finished uh, with 567. Too. <laughs> and then Ty Gell got, got hurt for the year. Everybody got yeah. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm cool signing Noah Brown. It could be like an opt-out or like an out for the team after like two years. But he's basically going to slide in as like a wide receiver 
maybe two to start, three by the end of the year, and then four next yeah. year. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so we'll sign Noah Brown. Um, three for twenty-one with like a two, with like an out after two. Yeah, I mean all these basically all, every NFL contract is basically one year shorter than they announced because that's yeah. just how it always yeah. works out. Okay, now I feel like if we're going to make any more splashes in free agency, it has to be on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, the defense yeah, was one of the worst last year. I mean, I threw out the idea of, uh, who's the corner I just had? Um, There's a few out there. I don't know if they'll yeah. make it to free agency, though. Who was the Oh, I had uh, Jeff it may, Akuda. It may, be, it may be a vet corner they're going to have to get, because these young corners are probably going to get tagged and or um, uh, extended. Do you yeah, think like, Akuda gets tagged? No, I don't think Akuda I mean, does. I mean, Akuda's bad, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's like the top guy. Like I was looking at a Jalen Johnson or a Lejarius Sneed, but I think they probably both get tagged. Yeah, I, I which, doubt they. I think Jalen Johnson might get a bag from the Bears. He might get like five year deal, like ninety mil. I would pay that if I was the Cardinals. So yeah, I mean, 100%. Like, it would check out to me. Yeah, I don't think he makes it to free agency though. I feel yeah. like maybe Kendall Fuller could make it. Michael Davis. I don't know. Uh, Spotrac does think that Akuda is gonna get paid. I don't know if they overvalue yeah, corners a little bit. Was he good this year? I feel like he was bad. May have been. Um, um, I mean, according according to PFF, he was rated as um. Let's see. No, he he was bad. He he was bad. PFF had him <laughs> rated at fifty point five, and that's out of a hundred. So no. <laughs> John Murphy Bunting isn't a bad look here. Because he's going to be like a clear second tier, um, as opposed to like if Kendall Fuller or a guy like him were to hit the open market, um, I think he could definitely could uh, act definitely mm-hmm. make a little less money. Probably in like the for a team like the Cardinals, I feel like you probably have to whatever this market value says you got to up it by like a couple million just so they can be sure to outbid the other person to make up for the fact that the Cardinals are bad. So I'll probably say they give him like a two-year, like $16, $17 million contract. I think that definitely can get the job done for Sean Murphy Bunting. He's 26. I, I also like Steven Nelson as well. I think he's kind of underrated. He's 31, but the dude plays. He play, He's like barely missed any game since 2018. Um, and he had some clutch interceptions last year. He had four of them for the Texans as well. Um, what about Dory Jackson? Like, he's like, like he, he's looked at as like washed now because he like, Kind of fell off with the Giants because he was he was nice on the Titans, but yeah, I forget him who, four for forty five. Did we give him to a team? Did we give him to the Commanders? Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, I think we did. Okay. Yeah, so um, yeah, well, we'll try to act like that. We're not going to double up on people out here. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like. I mean, I think we if we can sign two corners, I'm all for it. Um, because I I wouldn't mind trying to get two two solid corners in free agency if like we wanted to go after like Nelson and Bunning and just kind of allocate a little bit of money there. Henderson's a free agent at twenty five. I mean you could try to see if you can uh, give him some like career resurgence there in Arizona. Um, yeah. Something tells me though like Kendall these Ford. Cardinals picks in the draft twenty seven and thirty five might get packaged for another high pick. We but, could. So, I, mean, I think I think there's so much depth in the draft. I don't think they really have to move up. You, what, how high do you think it would get them if they package? I think that that could probably move them up to like thirteen, fourteen. Hmm. Do you think we this could. Cardinals team though is trying to get more essentially top end talent or just more great talent overall? Well, the Texans did something similar for Will Anderson last year. No, it worked. It did, and it did work out. Because I mean, two rookies of the year. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I yeah. Mean, it depends on who's there on draft day too. Like I feel like those trades are going to be day of kind of things, and mm-hmm. it's going to be if a guy starts to slip. And I feel like th- this corner room, like this is where you could start, like especially the defensive side of the ball. Like 
if one of these edges or one of these corners like drop, I think this could that could be where the Cardinals kind of look to jump up to. But obviously, way too hard to tell. We haven't even had like combines yet. Are we going to assume that the Bucks are going to definitely tag Devin White? I don't think so. They seem like it's been like a rocky relationship for over a year now. It seems. Yeah, dude, I kind of uh, like him in social Arizona. Social media heavy on the off seasons. About <laughs> post, he wants to leave like for like two years in a row now. I would, I would give him a big deal. He's still. I feel like he's. He's like. He's, I don't know if he's that good anymore though. He's twenty five. I mean, he's, he's only twenty five. Yeah. When did he'll he get drafted? He'll be, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be he was in the Kyler draft. He'll be twenty six in two days. Oh, that makes, oh, okay. that makes well, him slightly older. Twenty six <laughs> sounds way older than twenty five. Dude, can you chill? We're getting close to that. Don't say that. Just saying. I mean, he also plays. I mean, he was a little bit injured this year, but the dude has like given a lot of snaps to Tampa. I don't know. I. I mean, the then prop, if mm. I don't know. I, I feel like Devin White's a win now guy. They're not in win now mode. Nah, I think he's trying to get his bag. I don't think he's, he's worth 20, a bag. He's won a championship <laughs> yeah. and he's twenty five. I feel like he's gonna get the most money possible. Is what I mean. I don't think he's gonna really try to. He's not. He's gonna turn down money to go to a team that has a better chance at winning a championship. Yeah, I mean, I'm if we want to sign just one of these corners because I think they probably will wind up drafting them. Um, it's yeah. unfortunate they're not gonna be able to get one of these top corners because I think that would be a huge game changer. But you mentioned either um, Sean Murphy Bunting or Matt. Who'd you bring up before? I brought up Steven Nelson. I'd be fine with them just getting either of them for a relatively cheaper deal because I don't think that they'll probably cost too much. Yeah, I think it would probably be, I don't know. Nelson is five years, four and a half years older than Bunting, but definitely better. So I guess it's what we value here. Probably, I mean, I don't think Bunting was really that good. Yeah, he was okay for that one year in the Bucks, and then he kind of fell off a little bit. Now he's in the Titans. It wasn't the Titans. All right, do we want to go Steven Nelson? Yeah, let's go. Let's see what he's... Do they have his market value or no? I believe they did. Um, I'd have to pull it back up. They have it at a, a ten million three for thirty. I'd be yeah, I'd like be like three for thirty six. Yeah. I'd be fine with that contract. He's thirty one, so it's really probably gonna be like a two year deal. But I'd be fine three for thirty. All right, we're getting a lot of former Texans here. We got Noah Brown. We got Steven Nelson. I mean, hey, these they, teams do have some history. DeAndre Hopkins and JJ Watt. Like, true, they got some history. Um, all right, so we'll give him three for 30. Do we want to sign a linebacker as well or D lineman? I feel like definitely, if we... definitely D lineman. I have a few few guys on my. Uh, all right, my let's hear. Who do, who do we got? So, hold on. I just. Is this the Perfect. Leonard Williams team? No, I don't I don't think Leonard. No. I'm, I'm talking like Big Fish. I Maybe Chris, Chris Jones. I don't think Chris, Chris Jones, Jones comes here. I don't think he'll come here. But if you look at the next guys, you got um, Christian Wilkins from the Dolphins again, who have no money. Or you can get um, um, Justin Marubike from the Ravens, who had a phenomenal season, and he's slightly younger. Like both of them are going to get a bag, and I think mm-hmm. the Cardinals probably can afford giving them a bag because their their D line last year had the third least sacks in the NFL. So like they need to change something up on that front, and getting one of the young stud defensive tackles I think would make a big difference. Yeah. Damn, I don't know. I, I like those ideas. I don't. I don't know much about Michael Dana from the Chiefs, but Spotrac has him as a sixteen point seven uh, average annual salary, and he made how much did he make last year? He made eight hundred and eighty k. 
Maybe he's a product. Maybe he's a product of Chris Jones. I don't know. Um, just play next to him. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I like those ideas too. I mean, we could just try to poach uh, like the Dolphins players if they're not going to be able to afford them. Um, there's there's Javon Kinlaw. I like that Christian Wilkins. Uh, four for eighty. That's probably. I mean, they have be, the money to spend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I do. I think they can give because they probably have to give them like four for like. Maybe like ninety of everybody else. That's probably. I think it's probably what he's worth. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. All right, so we're gonna go Christian Wilkins here. Um, I'm good with it too. We're gonna have him give give him a four year deal because they desperately need to hit on the defensive side of the ball. I feel like if anything, they would do that before even yeah. a line. Because twenty seven is kind of too late to add an elite edge rusher. I think most of them will be gone. Besides, like we keep seeing the guys like Chop Robinson still there, but like is Chop Robinson a game changer like uh, Wilkins can be? Yeah, like right away, you don't know. Um, all right, I'm cool yeah, with that. Different position, but in terms of like defensive line presence. Yeah, I don't know if there's like a line, but Dom, do you want to add anybody else? Can we get Bryce Huff from the Jets? That'd be kind of I, sick. I was thinking, I think he's gonna get a decent amount of money, so I don't, I don't know if they can get him. Um, gotcha. One guy, Ken- I, who, who are you gonna say? I was gonna say Kenneth Murray, but I don't know. Uh, just take a fire on him, dude. Patrick Queen would be sick, but he's gonna get tagged if anything. I think. If we're talking about taking flyers on a guy, I kind of want to take a flyer on Chase Young. Like, what what team? I don't is hate really it. Gonna, yeah, what team is really going to pay him? If you can get him for a, even if it's just a one year prove it deal, just because the Cardinals just need somebody to play D line this year. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I mean, I don't hate it. What's his market value? Thirteen mil, dude. After it's, that it's one, one clip, for thirteen mil, right? After that, yeah. After that one clip, it should have dropped three mil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm fine with it. I'm fine giving him a two deal. I mean, he's 24. I know he's it's like he's young. I know he's and, not great. I know he's not great, but I mean, they have the money to spend. They're not like a big destination team. Like, not people are dying to come play for the Cardinals. I don't hate it. And keep him like, in the division. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, Tom- I, I, I'm fine with that. I think it's actually a decent look. The Cardinals can take a shot at him, and if they give him a two year deal, and he. Has a great year after one year, maybe he's back and they give him a little extension. Yeah, what do you what do you think a contract would look like? Because if we do two years, what do you think you would want per year then? Two for like twenty five. I'm fine. They with might that. be the only team that gives him two years. Yeah, I'd be I'd be fine with that. Yeah. All right. So I mean, we just kind of balled out there in free agency. We signed Robert Hunt. We signed Noah Brown, Stephen Nelson, Christian Wilkins, and Chase Young. I mean, we spent a lot of money. Um, we we addressed interior O line. We addressed kind of the wide receiver spot, not to replace Hollywood Brown, but at least give them more depth. We replaced. Uh, we added a corner and we added two D linemen. So I like that a lot. Before we head into the draft, if you guys want to sign anybody else, we can. But if not, I'm down to head into the draft. I think in terms of big name signings, probably that's probably all they're really going to do. They might make a few. They're going to make a few splashes, but I think yeah. they might just have a couple, you know, roster filler guys like two three million dollar deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might. So, they might throw some flyers and some more O linemen, but I'm not gonna act and pretend like I know which ones they're gonna sign for how much. So I don't think it's uh too big right now. Yeah, and, and there's a bunch of guys that could end up getting cut too. Like there could be surprise cuts for teams to to save some yes. cap that could end up being free agents anyway. Yeah, I yeah. was I was looking at potential cuts for corners to see if they could maybe boost the top. I don't think there's any corner that's really gonna get cut. So no. basically the only the free agent corners are all we're gonna get this year. So if Jalen Johnson and LeJarius need get tagged, it's going to be a very dry cornerback class. Yeah, which could now bump up the price of some of these guys as well. Yep. Um, all right, so we're going to head to the draft. 
Um, we haven't done a Bears mock offseason, but we assume who we're going to mock number one there. Uh, we mocked Drake May two to the Commanders, and we mocked uh, Jaden Daniels three to the uh, New England Patriots. So with pick number four, I feel like we got to take one of the best wide receiver prospects we have seen in a long, long time. I think yeah. we're all kind of in agreement it's going to be Marvin Harrison. Yeah, yep. easy. Junior. Um, yeah, it's it seems easy. The one thing I'm scared of is if, um, for whatever reason, the Bears say Justin Fields our guy and they trade down to two or three to take Marvin Harrison Jr., that's really the only scenario I see where he doesn't fall to four. Yeah, um, I think it's more likely that they're going to get him. I don't think, unless the Pats surprise everybody and they don't go the Jaden Daniels route too and they take him at three. But I guess at the end of the day, the Cardinals, I mean, they could still end up with a generational receiver in Marvin Harrison. I think it's not the worst thing in the world to end up with Malik Neighbors. Um, and then they also could go Joe Alt as well to improve the O-line. So at least like they're going to take an important position next year for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that basically our wide receiver room going into next year will probably kind of cap it at that. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is the one. Um, maybe a fight out. I guess maybe Rondell Moore starts at the two. Uh, you have Noah Brown at the three, uh, Michael Wilson at the four, but I think there's a good chance Michael Wilson could end up being the number two at the end of the year. Um, and then you got maybe Greg Dorch at the five. Yeah, and I think, honestly, Michael Wilson's probably going to start the year higher than four, for being honest. True. We'll- I, yeah, like even how or Noah Brown could start at the four, but also we just paid him $21 million. I don't, I don't think Rondell Moore is going to be the two. I think that's no? what it comes down okay. to. No, yeah. All right, so just flop uh, Moore and Wilson. Yeah, I think that would I think that because Moore and Dorch are like kind of like gadget guys. Yeah. Um. So I think that's where they're better suited. Okay. Uh, it's funny because so now they have the twenty seventh pick. This is via Houston. But when this trade went down, we were kind of shocked yeah. that Houston traded this pick instead of Cleveland's pick. But they actually finished better than Cleveland at the end of the year. So what a move by them, honestly. So I think at here we can we can look at either offensive lineman or just I think maybe defense. Um, if we want to add another corner here, this could be a great corner spot. I mean, I think if like Quinion Mitchell fell, that'd be great. But I doubt he falls to twenty seven. Um, I don't know if there's any names that stand out to you guys specifically. Byron Murphy out of Texas, get another D lineman. We can go Jordan Morgan out of Arizona, get an opposite tackle to Paris I was, Johnson. I was looking at Jordan Morgan or um, Kamari Lasseter. I think either one of those would be good. Or if you wanted to address, like, I'm seeing Braylon Trice is kind of there in this area as well. Because I know we, although we did sign two defensive linemen, so I doubt we're going to get another one there. Um, I think that's probably the best. Graham Barton from Duke also could play tackle, which is a decent look. But I think that he's more of a round two guy. I think um, probably Jordan Morgan, I think, could be the best look here. Um, he could help shore up that offensive line. We dra- we signed a guard and then a few flies on offensive line. We have Paris Johnson at left tackle. So right now we need a guard, a center, and a uh, right tackle, right? Because none of the guys that you have have like real like long-term like roots with Carlos. Yeah, you think, no. Tom? I mean, you're a Carlos no, fan. You know more than me. I mean, yeah, definitely no long term. Like they obviously have guys signed, but they're not, they're they're one year, two year type guys max. Like if yeah. if you can get a good prospect in the first or second round, you take it and you just move on. You don't have to worry about it. Like I think Will Hernandez is their highest paid guard in. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So like, even though he'll probably start, if they can get a guard at a good value pick, they're gonna take the guard. So. Yeah. All right. So I, I like Jordan Morgan here. I'm not that. against it. Played in Arizona. I mean, you gotta. Oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. Dom, Dom loves the in-state guys. You know what? Last time the uh, a Phoenix sports team or an Arizona sports team did this in the first round of a draft, it worked out really well when the Suns took DeAndre Aiden number one overall in 2018. 
instead of Luka Doncic. I knew you were going that way when you started. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I kind of worded it horribly. Um, all right. So we're going to go Jordan Morgan. Uh, tackle can also, maybe if you want to bump him inside eventually, but grab him out of his zona. Um, or I guess, yeah, just play him at tackle. Um, all right. I like that. So I feel like now's our chance. Draft a ton of defenders. I feel like we got to do. Um, so they don't pick too far after this. They pick at 35. Um, yeah. This could be like a Jonah Ellis out of Utah. This could be a TJ Tampa out of Iowa State. I, I guess say, I like TJ Tampa. We can sure up if you sign up that corner, and then you can get him for your second corner, and you sure up that room. Yeah, because we signed Stephen Nelson. Hmm. Um, are you guys doing a mock draft? Or are you just looking at rankings? Just I'm looking at rankings. Okay. I'm Did you do a mock? mock? I'm doing a mock. Kamari Lasseter is still here. Do we think he would be here though on draft day? I feel like he probably he's is. not on mine, but I would take Lasseter over Tampa. Okay, but if he's not on yours, then then that means we might not be able to get him. So I don't know if I want to put him here then. Okay, so I mean I'm fine with TJ Tampa here. All right, I'm down I mean, for they, TJ Tampa as well. Definitely, definitely need a cornerback. I mean, I saw TJ Tampa play in person when I went to Iowa State. So, you you keep an eye on him. Yeah. I Did mean, you know he's gonna be? We were gonna be talking about him a couple months later in our mock off season. Game was a slugfest. I mean, they gave up like 20 total points. What more can you ask for? <laughs> All right, we'll grab TJ Tampa. I feel like, yeah, now's our chance. Um, it's not like a great like um, interior linebacker class. Uh, I feel like, at least if you look at like PFF, they're big board. It's a lot of the guys like Edwin Cooper, Jeremiah Trotter, Junior Colson. They're all kind of going in the 60s, um, at least on their on, on their big board. So we could like to target one here um, in the third round at 66. We took receiver at four, tackle at 27, and corner at 35. I think we should add some linebacker and help. Um, I don't remember. I think we did mock Junior Colson in the Commanders. We mocked Junior Colson, and I realized that we uh, that did, we kind of didn't pay attention to that. We didn't mention the last two picks, but I think we were fine, right? Okay. We were fine. Yeah, I think we were fine so far. I know. Well, I know Dominic Pooney's off the board here, so so don't don't uh, don't draft him. <laughs> I won't. I won't. Okay, so I'm cool with either Jeremiah Trotter out of Clemson or Edger and Cooper out of A and M. Um, They're both here on my board here. Okay. Cooper's gone for me, so... All right, so we'll, so we'll stick Trotter. a Trotter. Yeah. Trotter is here. Let's see, Trotter. Yeah, and Trotter, he's more of a, of a uh, traditional linebacker, too, which is probably what I think the Cardinals need more from that yeah. position. Is... I meant to ask you this before. Do you think... Is David Collins going to get extended? Is he part of their future plans? I think he will if... Because he did play... Obviously, he started, and it wasn't, like, great, but this past season, he seemed to play a little better. Now, if his expectation is, like, a huge payday, no, he's not part of the plans. I think he mm-hmm. has to, because um, it's always weird. Because first round picks, they can be good, but if they're not good enough, the team will just decide they're not worth anything anymore and move on. So I hope it's not that type of situation. I hope he does stay, but he hasn't lived up to like I think he was picked like fifteen or something. Like he hasn't lived yeah. up to that bill yet. Okay. Um. So at seventy one, um, we could go maybe. Uh, we could go Javon Bullard, safety out of Georgia. This could be a running back pick as well if we want to go trade Benson draft out of Javon Florida Bullard State. We might have. I don't think so, if I remember right. correctly. Um, he could be because that's that could be a good look at safety. I'm looking at their, I guess depth chart. Like what's what's Jalen Thompson's deal? Um, I think he's got like well, one, is, or, is, one more year maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I think we did. Like, actually, we drafted, oh, no, that's next year. Never mind. We may have drafted Newbin or Kitchens. I think. If I remember correctly, one of those two. But we'll have to double check before, so we we don't have to go past that. So I'm down to draft. I'm I, I think I'm down to draft a safety or like another. It's always I think helpful to have more interior offensive linemen or edge rushers. You can never have enough edge rushers if there's an edge rusher here that or, we want to go after. I'm seeing Austin Booker. Are, are we keeping these these Kansas guys rolling here? Is that what we're doing? Do we back to back videos? 
Uh, Austin Booker. He's ranked 70th on PFF. Uh, we could go Javon Solomon out of Troy. Nelson Caesar out of Houston. But he, that, that's probably a reach here. Uh, be a, I'm, what about... Unless we want to go running back here. I mean, hey, Brandon Dorless or Dwayne Carter from Duke and Oregon, they could be good for interior defensive line. Yeah. They could pair about Wilkins. I think I would prefer to take a running back with either this pick or the next third round pick. So if... Trey if, Benson's here on my board. Yeah, so I don't know if that means if we take a running back now and then we wait another 20 picks for our next pick or we try to take one of, like, I don't know, Tom mentioned an interior lineman and then we try to get a running back with the next pick. So I do think they're probably going to spend one of these picks on a running back. I do too. I think um, I think we, I, honestly, I think there's a lot of good, um, with a lot of decent running backs for the 90th pick, but I think if we like if you can get either of these defensive linemen, either Dorless or Carter, I think that's more useful and definitely running back here because 90 it looks like it kind of thins out a bit and the interior looks all right so you want to go i like the idea of getting dwayne carter from duke cool all right um who's the name they have a who's the tackle that's supposed to go like do you guys do you get some talent Graham barton, Graham yeah, barton yeah. yeah they have I a mean, duke, they well have their, their head coach is, is the new a&m guy right a&m coach yeah i mean duke had a pretty Solid year. I think they've won like seven games, which for Duke standards is pretty good. So shout out Ryan Wonder. They beat Clemson too, week one or week zero. Trey one. Benson is still on my board here at ninety. Yeah, Trey Benson's there. We could go. Is I assume like Blake Corum, Bucky Irving. Uh, I think Blake Corum just went in this month that I'm doing. I don't. I don't see Bucky Irving because he must have went. Oh, no, he's lower here, one hundred six. Like I don't. I mean, I think Trey Benson was. He was like one of these top guys. Like I remember, he was supposed to have a huge, huge year. Maybe he was still decent, but. Um, Braylon Allen, the twenty-year-old, maybe. <laughs> nah, this is too high for him. Um, I mean, how old is Trey Benson? Is he is he a true junior? He is twenty-one. Yeah, oh, he's twenty-one. Twenty-one. Richard Junior. I mean, yeah. I don't know. All right, I'm fine with that. Um, grab him out of Florida State, and then he can kind of compete. Probably will beat out like Demarcado and like Michael Carter's yeah. RB two by the end of the year. Yeah, all right, I'm cool Dude, with that. this would be like one of those picks. All right, we'll, we'll go Trey Benson, but this is one of those picks. And then everybody in fantasy is like, watch out for Trey Benson. He's like the Roshan Johnson. He's like all these, Chris, well, not like Chris Rodriguez, but like one of the, or like De, uh, Devin A-Chain or something like that. And then he ends up being like the starter eventually. Now, now that A-Chain became really good. Now, like the, now everyone's going to be looking for him every year. Like that's the problem with like these guys who are so few and far between. Once one of them surfaces, Everyone in fantasy goes, okay, I want to get the next one. I'm like, that's not how it works. Like, people don't just come up like the the fat like the fastest running back in the world just on the best offense ever created just doesn't just pop up out of nowhere. Dude, there was a mirror Abdul hype for so long that he was like the sleeper pick, and he went like the fourth round, and then he was like horrible when he was in Detroit. And then there was um Carry on Johnson, another guy. I think Amir Abdullah took Carry on Johnson's job in Detroit, or he was supposed to. I don't even think he did. Um, maybe he did his rookie. I don't know. And then there was uh, Antonio Gibson kind of had that hype at Memphis, but he never like ran away with it. I mean, he had a good rookie year. Well, that's because he was a wide receiver in college. So everyone was like, mm-hmm. oh, he'll be in the backfield PPR. He's going to be great. And then we saw what happened. Mm-hmm. He actually, yeah, he was okay his rookie year, Antonio Gibson. But yeah, there's always Did those he stepped in because Darius Geis got arrested again? Is that is that, is that why he stepped in? Probably. I think so. He was he a first round? No, I'm gonna book this up. No, he was a second round pick, guys. But I forgot was, about yeah, him. He was high, yeah. Well, dude, shout out to LSU running backs. They're in the news for great things. 
They always are. <laughs> always are. Always are. Um, all right, so that's going to wrap out our uh, Arizona Cardinals mock offseason. We did a lot. Um, we basically are going to extend Buda Baker, sign Robert Hunt, Noah Brown, Steven Nelson, Christian Wilkins, and Chase Young. So we spent a lot of our cap space. Um, and then we uh, made six draft picks. Marvin Harrison Jr. in round one at number four. Jordan Morgan tackle out of Arizona with 27. TJ Tampa, corner from Iowa State at 35. We got Jeremiah Trotter at 66. Dwayne Carter, um, 71. And then Trey Benson out of Florida State there with our last uh, third round pick. So uh, after we make all these moves, are the Cardinals a playoff team in 2024? Yes. <laughs> um, all right. You, I mean, if you, we're going to map out seven teams, I don't think they're better than the Cowboys or their Eagles next year at the end of the day. They're probably not better than Detroit. I guess it all depends where Kirk Cousins is going, but I assume there's at least two teams in the NFC North that are better than them. I'd say Green, I'd say Green Bay, yeah. Okay, so we want and to say even the Bears, bro. The Bears could they go on up? Their, their defense is decent. They got a lot of of room to work with this offseason. Yeah. So, and then we're gonna assume the definitely the Niners are better than them. I, who knows with the Rams and the Seahawks? Like they could be very volatile with some of their aging guys. But I don't know. All right, so Dom, next year who has more wins, the Bears or the the Cardinals? Cardinals, because hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because I think the thing with the Bears. They just, I don't know, they just always seem to maybe turn it around, and then they just never do. Um, this Cardinals team, you mentioned it, they had a lot of close losses this past year. Two years ago when Kyler was healthy, they made the playoffs. So if they can fix a few things here, I think they can uh, take the next step forward. I mean, we saw, who would have thought the Texans would have went from the second overall pick to uh, the final eight this year? So anything's possible. For sure. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, hope you guys did enjoy. If you're watching on YouTube, let us know what you guys think of this mock off season in the comments. Shop like if you guys are enjoying the mock off seasons um, kind of going forward. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd appreciate you following, rating, and reviewing over there as well. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.